Hello, beautiful people. Thank you and welcome to Chronicles Abroad featuring the Monday message. My name is Francis and welcome. I'm so happy that you guys are here with me today. So I just want to say that I spoke to a few of y'all who said you were going to work on your reflections from episode 78. Kudos to you and I'm so proud of you for taking an hour or two out of your day to sit and reflect about your life in 2018. I'll leave the link to that episode about reflections in the show notes. And really, you guys can do this any time of the year. It doesn't have to be in January. You could always reflect, especially if it allows you to move forward. All right, so on today's Monday message, I'm going to get a little woo-woo on you guys, but I hope you stick with me because it's such a powerful message. When I read this, a lot of light bulbs went off around me, so I wanted to share this with you guys. I just want to explore this idea of embracing paradoxes. Now, this original concept didn't come from me. I was reading this book called The Five Things You Cannot Change. And I want to say briefly, I don't know if this happens to you guys, but sometimes I'll experience things and I won't really know how to articulate it, but then I'll have a conversation with someone or I'll read a book and I'm like, bam, that's exactly what I was feeling. It's exactly what I was experiencing. And this is what happened to me when I, when I read this book. So before I get into embracing paradoxes, I want to tell you a story. Recently, I was diagnosed with fibroids, which is quite common in women of color. And also at some point, I'll have to have a hysterectomy based on how it's positioned. And I was a little nervous about it because I've never been under anesthesia. So to that extent, at least. Uh, But for some reason, I wasn't freaking out, though, about the news. So I went about my day and like, just like any other day. But then I had a conversation with a friend who made a joke and said, wow, you're really taking the news well. If that was me, I'd be freaking out. Then I thought, should I be freaking out? I almost started to doubt myself a bit because I thought, well, maybe Francis, you're taking this a little too lightly. Uh, But despite that conversation, I was still managing the news fairly well. And it made me think now, and this happened a a a few weeks ago, but it made me think, was I embracing this quote unquote paradox and didn't realize it? Now back to paradox. I started reading this book, like I said earlier, and it articulated exactly how I was reacting to the news the way that I was reacting. And it talked about embracing the paradoxes of life. You know, I started thinking about how some of us live in an all or nothing kind of world, as if everything is black and white and we're not able to hold space between the stuff that's a bit scary and the stuff that's a bit great. Kind of like being happy and sad, mad and glad sort of thing all at the same time. So ultimately, the space in between is where we want to be because the world isn't always so black and white. And sometimes it's pretty damn murky because in all honesty, we're going to have painful and beautiful things happen to us and sometimes at the same time. So how do you maintain your sanity in such a paradoxical world? And this got me thinking about the comment my friend had made. I've been without actually knowing it, strengthening my perspective and responses in a world that is both as well as and. Okay, stay with me. I know it sounds a bit esoteric, but I truly believe when you're able to be open and curious about the paradoxes, you're able to navigate life with a bit more grace. So for instance, can you remain compassionate in a world that lacks compassion? Can you still love even if your heart has been broken? Are you able to trust despite people who have been disloyal to you? So I remember I was uh, in a relationship with somebody years back and This person was definitely an empath and was highly sensitive about the world and the people and a lot of things just really um, tugged at her. And I remember her having a a pretty devastating breakdown about how the world is so, can be so evil and so cruel and everything else. And like, how do you live in a world that has all this darkness and stuff around it? And 
And one of my initial reaction was, you know, it's kind of like what you focus on. And also you can't have one feeling without the other. You're not going to know love until you know pain. And some of you have maybe heard that quote. You're not going to know what's really good and what really isn't good. And I don't like using the word good or bad just because it just holds a lot of judgment. But you need those paradoxes in the world so that you can make those types of distinctions. I've struggled with this myself many times and I'm still figuring it all out. And so I was formerly trained as a licensed social worker. And in the work I did, I had to find compassion for the people that I worked with. And I remember a particular story. I worked with a mom who was a heroin addict. And no matter how much we tried to support her, she still permanently lost custody of three of her children. And at times it was a real struggle for me to see the humanity, to see this person as human and to send love and compassion her way. But I had to, I had to find that. And I couldn't articulate it then as some sort of paradoxical world, but I had to find love for this person despite some of the things that she was experiencing and doing. But as the book says, there are things in life we really cannot change ever. We cannot change the happiness that is going to surge through our bodies one day. And we cannot change the grief that will suffocate us the next. So the question is, what do you do? right? This is all good in theory. I believe the best way to begin this process is to first be realistic. And just because you're realistic doesn't mean it removes your optimism towards life. Because I think some of us scrabble with this, like if we are too realistic, maybe it'll make us more jaded. But I believe the more honest we are, the more we can get to work on what we need to heal. Once you're rooted in reality, and maybe this isn't something you really can't do alone, you may need some support in this. Then from that place, from that root of absolute truth, you slowly begin to accept the dualities of life. And some people do this by working with a professional or a spiritual guide. And by practicing mindfulness through meditation or writing, choose whatever medium works for you. I know some days we don't want to think about the real shit, but we have to. We do this so it doesn't keep us hostage in an illusion that's slowly killing us. All right, so let's rewind a little bit because I know I put a lot on you on your plate um, and I feel like I hit you with some really out of this world kind of stuff. But first, accept the fact that there are dualities of life. Again, you do this through practice and you could do this through faith, through logic, through writing, through the help of a professional. And then you move on. I'll give a quick example without being too morbid. The fact of life is we are impermanent. So how do you reconcile with something like this? Because if it's not reconciled, there's this resistance to it. And when you resist the things that you cannot change, that's when you create a lot of suffering in your life. If, for example, for me, I had to, I was having a real issue with permanence for quite some time. And I looked to Buddhism to, I wouldn't call myself a Buddhist, but I looked to Buddhism to help me reconcile this whole notion of impermanence. And I sought out a spiritual guide to further help me to accept this part of life. Um, So I know this Monday message might've been a little hard to listen to. I mean, we could have talked about 10 steps to being successful and what are your goals are? And we could have, you know, we could have gone that route. But I believe a lot of the reasons we aren't moving forward in life is because we are resisting to accept the things we cannot change. And the minute we accept that, the minute we process that, oh my God, the monkey is thrown off our backs and we can live an unencumbered and free life. Like imagine despite all of the stuff, all of the hurt, the pain, you could still smile and you could still connect and you could still just be and be in a place of joy. It's almost like that whole, I don't know if you guys seen that meme about like, you know, meditation is really staying in one place in the midst of chaos and still being and feeling joyful. How would you like to feel that way? Despite everything that's going around you, 
you're still able to find peace. And that's my message ultimately for this Monday message is being able to hold those dualities, accept them and still find peace and still live your best life possible. Hey folks, so I just wanted to do a brief disclaimer, which I think is super important. Now, I love doing the Monday message. It's the highlight of my week, but I wanna say that the Monday message is not a substitute for professional help, such as seeing a therapist or a life coach. So it's super important that if you are experiencing some really difficult moments that you reach out to experts in the relative fields. Monday message is just to get you thinking about things a little bit differently, to inspire you, but it's so important that you go deeper with a professional. Well, thank you folks for listening to today's Monday message. I hope it resonated with you as much as it resonated with me. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please email me at info at chroniclesabroad.com. Please be sure to follow us at Instagram at chronicles underscore abroad, Twitter at chronicle without the S abroad, and of course, Facebook chronicles abroad. Be sure to catch us every Wednesday as we interview folks who are either traveling the world or living abroad. And be sure to give us a review on iTunes. We'd greatly appreciate it. It allows us to create content that is valuable to you guys. Until then, beautiful people, thanks for listening. Music by Almighty K-Rock.